Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about what is a snowboarder's fracture? So the big question is this, how are runners like us, who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. On this episode, we're talking about snowboarders' fractures, and you do not have to be snowboarding to get one of these things. Now, a snowboarder's fracture is actually a, a break or a fracture in the talus bone, which is the bone that sits uh, underneath your ankle, beneath your tibia, and on top of your heel bone, or the calcaneus. The talus bone is an interesting bone. It's a really funny shape. It's got almost uh, all the surfaces are covered with cartilage. So it's uh, in your subtalar joint on the bottom. On the uh, top, it sits in your ankle joint. And then on the sides, it's also in the ankle joint with the tibia and fibula. And then the front of it is actually sitting in the talonavicular joint. So the whole thing is really complicated. Uh, it manipulates uh, the talonavicular joint, the ankle joint, and the subtalar joint when it moves. Now, the talus has this little thing on the side, this little pointy part here called the lateral process. And the lateral process um, points outward toward the outside of your ankle, and it can be injured a number of different ways. Now, this was popularized uh, maybe about 20 years ago or so, where it started to be termed uh, a snowboarder's fracture. And at the time, uh, we were told that they were very rare, like, you know, maybe uh, I think it was 0.9% of ankle injuries when somebody has an ankle sprain or something like that actually sustained this injury called a snowboarder's fracture. And there was this premise put forward that, that it really happens only to snowboarders because of the way that you're strapped into the snowboarding boots and the way that you lean and all this kind of stuff. And that when you actually load it the wrong way, you can actually crack the lateral process of the talus and then develop a snowboarder's fracture. So I actually did my surgical residency training at the University of Utah, and there are lots of ski resorts in, around uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. There are several, and uh, there are lots of places where you can go snowboarding, and lots of people come to the university hospitals and clinics for ankle injuries in the wintertime. People slip and fall on the ice. People get injured snowboarding. People slip and fall running. I actually trained for a marathon in the winter in Salt Lake City, so I would go run uh, on the ice in the snow uh, all the time. And very frequently, um, we would see people who come into the clinics who have these things called snowboarders fractures. Now, they can be very difficult to diagnose. And part of it, I think, is because we were taught in school that they're so rare. So when I was in residency, I came up with this idea because I saw this guy who uh, was an athlete. Uh, he was not a snowboarder. He had sprained his ankle and a couple of years had gone by and he had had ankle pain. So I was working in a clinic, in an orthopedic clinic, and he was sitting in the chair and they said, hey, this guy has a chronic ankle pain. Uh, here, here's a chart. I walked in the room and he had x-rays hanging up on the wall. And I looked at it and said, hey, you have a, uh, you have a, a lateral process fracture. And he said, what? And I said, you have a lateral process fracture. There's a, so I was like, look at it. There's this big crack. You know, you got this big chunk of bone sitting in your ankle. And, uh, and I pushed on his foot right where it was. And it hurt, of course, because it moved. And uh, and he actually started to cry. And I was like, come on, man. I mean, you know, it's just an ankle fracture. It's not a big deal. All we're going to do is take you to the operating room. We'll stick a couple of screws in there. It's a big piece. It's a type two lateral process fracture. It's going to be very easy to fix. We'll put a couple of screws in it. We'll stabilize it. It'll start to heal. 
It won't move around. It won't grind. It's going to be way better. And he said, you don't understand. I've had pain for two years. And every time I run on it, every time I do anything active, it hurts. It hurts when I walk. And I've had four different doctors see me and they all told me nothing was wrong with me. In fact, the last doctor stuck his finger in my my face and he said, "Uh, you don't need a foot doctor. You need a shrink. And and they had all missed it. Part of it is that if you have just, if the x-rays are just rotated a little too far, if it's not right out about 15 degrees, when you do this one view on the ankle, you can miss it. They get misdiagnosed all the time because it is a subtle thing. And if you don't have just the right position on the x-rays, it's real easy to miss it. So what I did was uh, I started this study where I got institutional review board from the, uh, the uh, approval at the university to do this study because it's involving humans. But basically what I d- thought was, you know, I'd seen a lot of these and I thought there's no way that it's really so rare. And so what we did was we looked at all of the x-rays, MRIs, CT scans, everything that had come into the university hospitals and clinics over a three-year period to see how common these things really are. And it turns out they're more than 10 times as common as we previously thought. So almost 10% of the people who um, have an ankle injury, like about 9%, actually have a lateral process fracture and a lot of times they get missed and so uh, you can get them running on trails you can get them if you roll your ankle there are lots of ways you can get them but if you get an ankle sprain and you crack the bone that's a lateral process fracture if it cracks the lateral process of the talus and a type 1 lateral process fracture is where there's a little chip and a type 2 is where there's a huge piece and a type 3 is where there's a whole bunch of little bitty pieces where it's kind of pulverized but you know, if you don't get it diagnosed, then it can cause chronic pain because you basically have a non-healed fracture inside your ankle and subtalar joint that actually hurts. And so if you get an ankle sprain and you uh, treat it like an ankle sprain and you're not getting better and it keeps hurting and aching and swelling and that kind of stuff, you might have a lateral process fracture. But that's what it is. And you do not have to be a snowboarder to get it. In that study, I actually won an award from the American College of Foot and Ankle Surgeons for that research that we did because it showed something that was completely different and it was a huge study. So it, it took me about nine months of spending most weekends uh, in the radiology reading room, going through all of those images to review all of them, uh, working with the other residents to do that. And it was, it was a huge project, but it really paid off. So, you know, I've, I see them periodically. Uh, I lecture about them at medical conferences just because they are so easy to miss. And uh, you know, if you get an MRI or CT scan, it shows up a lot easier. But when you have an ankle sprain, you are not going to get an MRI or CT scan. Maybe x-rays if you're lucky, but not always. So that's what a lateral process fracture is. It's just a, uh, an injury into the bone in your ankle underneath the outside of the fibula bone on the outside of your foot. And if you have an ankle sprain or some kind of injury and it just aches and it continues to bother you, should get it checked out and ask the doctor specifically to look and see if you might have a lateral process fracture. Because obviously if you've got one and you keep running on it, well, it's just not going to get better. So that's what a lateral process fracture is. Listen, if you just got injured, you need to take action right now. And if you've been injured and you're not getting better and you need to figure out what to do to get back to running and keep training and not lose all your running fitness, you need to take action. But the thing that you really need to do more than anything else is probably not what you really think. Most of the runners who call me are looking for some magical solution or something that they can do to make them run even when they're injured that is going to be magical. And there is no such magic, but there is something you can do. And I'm going to show you exactly how to 
to do it. Now, I made something for you that's a three-day training. It's free, and it's how to fast-track your running injury in record time. Now, during this free three-day training, what I'll show you is, number one, what I learned when I got injured in medical school and why it was wrong what I learned when I got injured right before an Ironman race that was right. And the third thing I'm gonna show you is the five-step process that worked for me that can work for you too. So there are five things that you're gonna learn. Number one, can you run right now and not lose your running fitness? Number two, how can you figure out how bad the injury is right now? How can you remove the confusion that's caused by inflammation right now? And how can you reduce the tissue stress so you can train now? And then how to safely test, retest, and keep running. Now again, this is a free training. It's free. You don't have to pay anything. It's three days, but you're going to get immediate access if you just go to docontherun.com slash fast track. And I'm going to show you how to fast track your running injury. So go to docontherun.com slash fast track and grab your seat now. I'll see you in the training.